Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, When I Say No, I Feel Guilty. Have you ever found clothes while shopping that you knew for a fact you didn't like, but ended up buying anyway because of how helpful and friendly the sales staff was? What about when your boss buries you under a pile of work? Although you may want to speak up, you keep quiet because of your low rank in the company. In these types of situations, you probably wondered, how will I ever be able to express my true thoughts and feelings? The answer is through being assertive. The author of this book, Manuel J. Smith, was one of the most eminent psychologists in the United States. Smith was a professor of psychology at the University of California and a member of the American Psychological Association and the Society of Psychophysiological Research. In 1961, President Kennedy ordered the creation of the Peace Corps to promote U.S. foreign policy in developing countries. In 1969, Smith served as a field assessment officer for the Peace Corps Training and Development Center. Their task was to teach trainees of the Peace Corps how to promote a portable insecticide spray to Latin American farmers to help them grow better crops. The center organized a group of PhDs, psychologists, language teachers, and volunteers to pretend to be Latin American farmers. The trainees then introduced the sprayer to these fake farmers. Smith was surprised to find that despite the 12 weeks of intensive training on how to cope with interpersonal problems, they were still unable to handle the fake farmers. Smith was disappointed to find that the traditional methods used by clinical psychologists were extremely limited, so he wanted to develop a systematic approach that would allow people to learn to deal with conflict on their own. This method would also help them respond assertively to the scrutiny of others and stand up for themselves. After conducting a series of studies, Smith developed the theory and practice of systematic assertive therapy. He applied it to patients with the same symptoms as his trainees to successfully guide them in learning how to deal with interpersonal conflict. Smith published his findings on systematic assertiveness for the first time in 1975, and to this day, it continues to top the charts. In his book, Smith combined relevant research findings in psychology, linguistics, and behavioral science to reveal the secret behind assertiveness and taught us how to use it to deal with interpersonal issues. Many people, including Steve Jobs, Hillary Clinton, and former U.S. President Bill Clinton, have personally tried out the book's methods and seen remarkable results. Next, we're going to divide this book into three parts. Part 1, Why Be Assertive? Part 2, Assertiveness Training. Part 3, Assertiveness in Everyday Life. Part 1, Why Be Assertive? Assertiveness can enable us to quickly take the lead when facing interpersonal conflict and avoid being influenced by others' accusations. It can allow us to stick to our goals and make the most suitable choices for ourselves. Since humans are social animals, it is not uncommon for people to have conflicts with one another. As long as we are dealing with people, there are bound to be contradictions that can result in a host of problems. So how can we deal with these conflicts and issues? Verbal assertiveness is a good way to start. Smith once had a patient named Diane, who worked as a clerk typist for a company. She was very dissatisfied with her boss, who constantly overloaded her with work until she couldn't stand it. Despite this, Diane never once expressed her grievances. Instead, her response was to avoid direct conflict. 
She procrastinated on the task she was assigned, and if her boss asked her to work overtime, she would deliberately make errors in typing and take twice as long to complete the work. However, behaving in this manner didn't really help Diane with the problems she was facing, and the stalling would only cut into her own free time. Diane's passive flight coping style was not only reflected in her work, but also in her personal life. Her husband also worked in the same office building. After the two experienced problems and separated, her husband began acting very coldly towards her whenever they had an encounter. Diane didn't know how to cope with the situation, so she resorted to flight behavior. It even reached the point where she was afraid of receiving a phone call from her husband to discuss the marital property division. Diane would feel restless all day, and she let the phone ring continuously. To fix this problem, she turned to Smith's team for help. After participating in assertiveness training, Diane discovered that many of the problems in her marriage were related to her avoidance in dealing with conflicts. Following this realization, Diane made an effort not to run away from her problems, but to confront them. Eventually, she learned how to assertively cope with her husband. She was finally able to call her husband to discuss property issues, and she even invited him to lunch to communicate her displeasure with his attitude. Additionally, being assertive can help us evade the manipulation of others. People can be easily manipulated by others into doing things against their will. For example, when our parents, lover, or friends are bothered by our behavior or can't get what they want from us, they might give us the silent treatment or show their displeasure on their faces. This type of behavior can cause us to feel guilty and go against our own desires due to the emotional stress we are experiencing. When people experience frequent manipulation by others, they may be inclined to adopt counter-manipulative methods, which results in both sides falling into an exhausting tug-of-war. For example, when your friend wants you to help pick up her aunt from the airport, she will try to persuade you by telling you, little old ladies can get really scared arriving in a strange airport with no one to meet them. Her aim is to make you feel guilty about leaving a poor old lady alone at the airport. Our response will often be something along the lines of, I really don't have the time or I'm too exhausted with work. We want our friends to feel the same sense of guilt in order to dispel our feelings. In reality, you don't need to take such a complicated approach, because we all have the right to make decisions freely. Assertiveness helps us express our opinions and steer clear of the manipulation of others. As a result, we learn how to make choices according to our own inner thoughts. People may also be hindered by the views and opinions of others when making their own decisions. For example, when a sales clerk encounters a customer who wants to return their shoes, she might ask, why don't you like these shoes? This question implies that she doesn't understand how someone could dislike the shoes. In other words, the sales clerk is judging the customer's behavior. If the customer lets the sales clerk judge their actions, they will feel obliged to come up with a reason why they don't like the shoes. If the reason is not justifiable, they are likely to give in and eventually reconsider returning the shoes. Being assertive can help remind us that we are the only ones who can judge our actions and help us dismiss any misconceptions. By doing so, we can better deal with the objections of others and return any item we want. Smith once encountered a similar situation himself. He had bought nine gallons of paint at a retail store and wanted to return them. When Smith was filling out the credit slip, the clerk pointed to the reason for returning merchandise column and asked him why he wanted to return the paint. Smith explained that when buying the paint, he was told that he could return any unopened cans.
After Smith opened a gallon to try it out, he didn't like it very much, so he decided to return the remaining eight unopened barrels. However, the clerk was not satisfied with Smith's statement and insisted that Smith provide a concrete reason such as incorrect color or wrong consistency. However, Smith refused. He found nothing inherently wrong with the paint, he just didn't like it. The clerk wasn't sure what to do, so they consulted their superior. Faced with this situation, Smith was a bit taken aback and almost felt that he should not return the paint. However, after considering the situation, he found that there was nothing wrong with his behavior, so he stopped worrying about the clerk's reaction and insisted on returning it. Finally, at Smith's insistence, the clerk returned the paint for him. In everyday life, our decisions are often judged by others. Many people like to give us guidance from their own perspective, persuading us to make choices in line with their views so that we don't make the same mistakes. However, we always have the freedom to make our own choices. By being assertive, we can boldly cast aside the judgment of others and make decisions according to our own will. That concludes the first part of this book. This section has taught us the importance of being assertive. First, we learned that being assertive can help us cope with problems that stem from interpersonal conflicts and stop us from avoiding these conflicts. We also talked about how assertiveness can help us freely express our thoughts and stay clear of manipulation. Finally, we discussed how being assertive can help us cast aside the judgment of others and follow our own wants. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.